Welcome back to another Edge Got In podcast. Thank you for pushing that pause button today to Edge Got In to your mind, your will, and your emotions. Today is a hot topic. It's one that as a human being, we deal with every day. And many times we think we've passed this earth school class and shazam, we find ourselves re-enrolled when the shiny objects get shiny enough to capture our attention as well as our devotion. <laughs> this just happened to me this morning, and I'll share a personal story of what that looks like. And perhaps you have your own. In fact, I'm I'm betting on it that you do have your own story in the area of the topic for today. How to be free from the idol of attachment. Two podcasts ago, I uh, we did a, a podcast on four idols that um, Jesus wants to drive out of your life. And then we're breaking these four idols down during the 40 days of Lent. And if you're listening to this after Lent, you can still follow through with this uh, podcast series. It's a great one as well for some of you that are doing the small groups out there, the small group studies on the topics that we cover at edgeguidein.com. So it starts with the four idols that Jesus wants to drive out of your life. And then last week, we discussed how to be free from the idol of insecurity. This week is how to be free from the idol of attachment. And then we have two more after this one. This one is particularly close to my heart simply because I've had a lot of attachment <laughs> to different things. And uh, perhaps you'll be able to relate to that today. And many times we're, we're just cruising through earth school, uh, not really thinking much about this and how much airtime attachments take, as well as our energy, our capacity for action in, in an average day, in an average week, in an average month, how much our, our mind space is is taken up through devotion to those things we are attached to. So the learning objective today at the end of today's podcast is, is that you will walk away with understanding, a, a little deeper understanding of what the heck is an attachment? How do I know when I have one? Um, and how does it how does it hold me back from the freedom of Christ? And then of course, learning what is the key to release and return to peace when it comes to those attachments in our lives. If you're new to Edge Got In, um, I invite you to, to to join us by by subscribing to the podcast, and you can access it on on the the podcast app on your mobile device, as well as going to edgegotin.com. You could subscribe there and get the updates when we launch each podcast every week on Fridays. And. Our mission at Edge Got In is to champion your human potential in Christ. It's the voice of the Emotional Intelligence in Christ Project. The definition of emotional intelligence in Christ is the activation of the Holy Spirit. And I was just reading through 1 Corinthians the other day, and Paul was talking about the activation of God within us. And, and this is truly what we're seeking is to simply put, become the boss of our emotions. How was your last week? How did you do when it when it came to just being triggered or emotional responses that you have? How quickly do you recover from those? 
emotional intelligence in Christ is the activation of the Holy Spirit within us to help us do two things, discern and manage our personal emotions and behaviors in a way that honors God by loving others well as Jesus did. If you haven't explored our community at emotionalintelligenceinchrist.com, as well as the assessments, six-week study guide, the course, the book, the, the whole the whole package deal. You can learn more about that at emotionalintelligenceinchrist.com. It's a great way to spring into learning. I'm also a big fan of constant learning, so God can use it to guide us closer to his heart. Truly, that, that that's our desire, is that whatever we do with the Emotional Intelligence in Christ project is to create those learning systems that actually lead you to the experience of God's love, which ultimately empowers you to manage emotions and behaviors in a way that glorifies God as you connect with God. And this, we, we do talk a lot about attachments in, in the four different phases of emotional intelligence in Christ. So let's let's jump in here with this. And and before every podcast, I usually ask you to just pause it the button a little bit here, uh, just for a couple seconds, and and invite the Holy Spirit to show you what is for you. You're busy out there. You're you're doing life, and uh, for you to take time to to pause and listen to this podcast, let's not waste your time here. God never wastes time. He never wastes suffering. He never wastes our attention. So invite the Holy Spirit in to show you what is for you, even if it's one thing. Think of one to three things. Holy Spirit, we, we give ourselves over to you. I pray that the words of my mouth, meditations of my heart would be acceptable in your sight. For the edification of everyone who's listening in today, there's no accident that you've gathered the people that are listening to this podcast today. You have something for them. You desire our freedom. It is for freedom that you have set us free. Give us the grace to stand firm and not allow ourselves to be burdened by the yoke of those shiny objects that we're so devoted to in our lives, that we jump to, that we protect, that we fear losing, um, and that we strive to keep. So we want to be free from all of that, Lord. Show us, show us what that looks like and, and how to make that happen in our lives today. We love you, Lord. Holy Spirit, join us today. Come into this topic. And guide the words in my mouth to be able to witness the freedom from attachment that you desire for us all to experience. In your most precious name we pray, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into to someone who who I got connected with uh, quite quite a while ago. It was actually when I was going through the advanced cancer and the divorce at the same time. And it, it it's it's an Indian priest. Um he, he was a, a Jesuit priest. And I'd read some of the quotes and some of his his thoughts on attachment. I was curious because I, I was about to lose my marriage, um, my hair, eyebrows, eyelashes, breasts, emotional state of being, and everything that goes along with that. So what is it for you today? What What are you clinging to today? Just think about one thing that you really are devoting a lot of time and attention to before we even start talking about this topic. What would that be? What would that one thing be that you think about every day, that you spend time uh, focusing on, whatever it is, every single day, 
And let's let's run it through the filter of attachment and and see if it has hijacked you in an unhealthy way. You've heard me say this before. Our freedom truly lies in our ability to have only one attachment. And that is our heart to God's heart. And allowing that union, that attachment to filter into our mind, not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed. How? By the renewing of our our minds, by taking every thought captive and making it obedient to Christ. Lord, do you want me to think this? Do you want me to say this? Do you want me to feel this? Because I don't want to do anything, say anything, feel anything, unless it's according to your most holy will. This morning, I started making up my own songs. Sometimes I do that. I just start making up songs to God. This was kind of a silly song. And it definitely is aligned with the the the, the topic for today, how to be free from the idol of attachment. I don't want to do me without you. I, I and, and so I started just making up my own tune to that. It, it was definitely something that that is more of a shower song than a public song, but I don't want to do me without you. And then I would kind of add some lines to that. I don't want to, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to say anything, feel anything, um, unless unless you are behind it. Because I've I've learned in the I'm 56 years old, thanks be to God. They were giving me five years when I was 38 because of the advanced cancer. And and here I am. And and here you are today, obviously. You're still wearing the earth suit that has ears and you're able to tune in to today, or if it's trans translated into something you can read, you're still here. Thanks be to God. I praise God for you and your life. And God has plans for us. And one of those plans is to give us the grace to release all attachment and to, to do life only with him and through him. And so that's really our goal. So Anthony de Mello had a bunch of quotes and insights on attachment. And I'm just going to read a couple that I have that that I've reflected on throughout the years. And perhaps there's something in here for you as well, as you're thinking about that one thing that you're really devoted to, and it's not God, and it's taken up a lot of your time and attention. And so um, one of the things that that Anthony DeMello speaks about is in order to be genuinely happy, where I like to put in secure, because we talked about insecurity last week, and these four idols are linked together. When we are insecure, we form attachments. So if you haven't listened to the previous two podcasts, highly recommend you check them out because they're linked. When we become insecure, place our security in anything but God, we start forming attachments so that we can have a momentary hit of security, right? So in order to be genuinely secure, satisfied, content, happy, you can put anything in there, there is one and only one thing you need to do. Only one thing, if you really want to experience that security, happiness, uh, and and I like to, happiness is kind of like momentary hits. I like to to say the joy of the Lord. Um, There's one thing that, that you need to do, and that is to get rid of your attachments. So what is an attachment? That's part of our learning objective, learning what an attachment is. An attachment is actually a state of clinging emotional state of clinging to something or someone that you believe is necessary for your security. I'm going to say that again, and perhaps this is one of your takeaways because clarity of focus leads to accuracy of response. 
Because then you can filter your life, filter filter through your life and ask, hmm, where do I have a, an emotional state of clinging to something, believing that I need this thing in order to be happy or to feel secure? I can't be happy unless or until this happens. Boom, that gives birth to an attachment. There's a little exercise that I'm going to invite you to do as part of this podcast. And this is a suggested by Anthony DeMello. I'm just passing it along because I think it's definitely a worthy examination of consciousness to, to list at least five attachments that you have in your life. And this is the sentence stem I'm going to ask you to write down. Unless or until I get or keep this so that's the that's the beginning sentence stem. Unless or until I get or can keep this, whatever it is, I cannot feel secure. I cannot feel satisfied. I cannot feel content. I cannot feel that I'm enough, that I've achieved, that I'm successful, that I'm happy. So bring this sentence stem before the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit, hey, Holy Spirit, I need your help with this. Reveal to my mind my my five, my top five, unless or until I get or keep these five things. And it could be, it could be in relationship too, with your spouse, with your kids, with your friends. Unless I get the approval, unless I get the connection, unless I know that my daughter, my son is is safe and you know, feeling secure in their life, I can't be happy. I mean, there's many different forms of attachments, my friends. And Jesus calls us to be only attached to him. Jesus, I surrender myself to you. You take care of everything. So after you've written down your five attachments and, and you filled that out, look it over and consider that these attachments are the reasons why you are struggling and suffering from insecurity or unhappiness or doubt, or fear, everything that flows through the archway of insecurity. Or whenever you feel unhappy or that gray cloud, this is another exercise to do once you've identified these five areas of attachment in your life. And if you can't come up with five, no worries. Come up with one to three, whichever, whichever works best for you. Bring it before the Lord and see uh, what he brings to you. Your, your attachment, um, thinking that I can't be happy, secure, successful unless I get out of debt. Perhaps that that's it. And I can't be happy unless my boss appreciates me or unless I make that sale. And these are suggestions from Anthony DeMello. Unless my neurosis goes away or negative thinking or um, feelings of insecurity. You can even bring insecurity there go away unless I, I feel validated by the people in my life. I can't feel happy. This is taking a deeper dive into our attachments in our lives. And then after you've made that list, after it, simply say that statement, that beautiful prayer, Jesus, I surrender myself to you and this attachment. You take care of everything. Jesus, I surrender myself to you. You take care of everything. Jesus, I surrender myself to you. You take care of everything. And repeat that with you, I lack nothing. 
because Jesus tells us that, seek ye first the kingdom of God, then all these things are added as well. So shift your focus. Don't look there, look here. Fix your eyes on Jesus. And then focus on your blessings. After you've surrendered it, and you've fixed, you, you, you've course corrected your vision, instead of this attachment, Lord, I choose to focus on you, then start to declare the things next to that attachment. This is what I am grateful for. I'm grateful that my son, my daughter, um, is in your is in your hands, and I know that 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 you love them and you're pursuing them. I know that uh, my bank account is in your hands. I know that my my job or my work in life is in your hands, and I trust you, Lord, to provide. And I will continue to meditate on your word day and night, so that I am like a tree pr- planted by the water and that everything I do will prosper, Psalm 1. And declare, I'm going to, I'm going to offer you some scriptures too that, that you can write down to help you to release the attachments as well. And, and Anthony DeMello is pretty blunt about the attachment um, thing when he says that there's only one way to win the battle of attachments. Drop them. Try it now for a moment. Let go of the five attachments or the one or one to three that you wrote down on the list of your sheet and simply count your blessings. In other words, be grateful for what you do have. Tell yourself, I have everything in Christ. I lack nothing in Christ to be happy, to be secure. And right now, I'm changing, and I'm releasing this attachment into the lap of Christ. Because as we remember, Scripture says, Hebrews 13, 5-6, keep your life free from attachment. I'm adding that. It says money, but you can add anything to Hebrews 13, verses 5 through 6. Whatever, Put your attachment in there, one of your attachments, one to five that you wrote down. Keep your life free from the love of and put in your attachment. Paul's speaking about money here, and be content with what you have. This is the solution right, right there in front of us in Hebrews 13, 5 through 6. Be content with what you have, which is why after you write your attachments down, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. You take care of everything. I am blessed in this area because I know this. And that's where you bring in what you learned in the previous podcast, how to be free from the idol of insecurity. That's when you bring in some of that knowledge from that podcast to remember whose you are and who's got your back, that God's got your back. You have, uh, for for he said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. What can man do to me? A lot of our attachments have to do with people and relationships. So the Lord is my helper. Hebrews 13, 5 through 6, if you memorize one scripture from this podcast and you write it down and put it right next to your attachments, write down Hebrews 13, 5 through 6, and underline the word money, and then you can just write in your, your, your attachment there. And remember that the one who calls you will never leave you or forsake you. So we can have confidence to release that attachment and reattach our confidence in Christ. It's course correcting, which is part of the EIC method in emotional intelligence in Christ. You, you practice it every day for six weeks. For six weeks in the six-week study guide, Emotional Intelligence in Christ, there's an opportunity to practice the EIC method so that you anchor a new habit 
of course correcting. How is an attachment formed? Let's shift gears and focus on that. And, and this is the insight from Anthony. First comes the contact with something. So there's something in your life that gives you pleasure, whether it's a car, the latest electronic device, a word of praise, a person's company, the idea of becoming rich, famous, powerful. Fill it in, whatever it is. You come in contact with something that gives you pleasure. That's the first entry point of an attachment. Second, if you succeed at securing your attachment, whatever it is, then comes the desire to hold on to it, to repeat the gratifying sensation that this thing or person produced in you. So you'll hold on to it. That's when the grip starts to happen, an emotional state of clinging to that which you're attached to. And third, finally, comes the false belief, and this is key, the false belief that you cannot be happy, secure, satisfied, content without this person or thing. So this is a wonderful Lenten examination of consciousness for us all to do, to write down our attachments, the one to, to five attachments. The tragedy of an attachment is that if its object, whatever it is that you're going for, and I'm sure you can relate to, do it, to this, is not attained, it causes insecurity. <laughs> you start to become insecure, which leads to fear, self-doubt, worry. I'm not enough. I don't feel like I'm enough. I, I haven't achieved enough. You start comparing, being jealous. Yeah, I've done okay, but not as good as so-and-so, right? This is all the work of the devil. He deceives he, he, in order to divide us, to divert our attention from God, in order to create discouragement. His ultimate goal is discouragement. And when the tragedy of an attachment is that if this object, this thing, relationship, person, goal is not attained and you become attached to it, it causes that sense of discouragement and insecurity. But if, it, if, it, but if the object is attained, Neither does it cause happiness. It merely produces a flash of pleasure. Understand the difference there. It's not true happiness in Christ and joy in Christ. It merely produces a flash of pleasure, right? Followed by the anxiety that you may lose the object of your attachment. Does dropping attachments mean detaching or renouncing the material world? Now, let's go to the scriptures for that question. Does dropping our attachment, attachments mean detaching or, or renouncing the material world? The world? We know that the world and its desires are passing away. But the man who does the will of God lives forever. 1 John 2.15, do not love the world, nor the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Paul tells us we are in the world, but not of the world, right? And he tells us how to do that, what that looks like as a follower of Christ, that we're in the world, but not of the world. So once we obtain the object, it produces this flash of pleasure, followed by the anxiety that we might lose the object. And the invitation is, is truly to learn how to be in the world without attachment to the world, having our, our hearts attached to Christ alone, in Christ alone comes our security. In Christ alone comes our sense of self-worth. In Christ alone comes our, our sense of success. 
we're working for, for God. He's he's our CEO. And when we're not working for God, guess what? We're working for the world. And the world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God, fixes their eyes on Jesus, is the one that lives forever with Christ. So no one uses the material world. One enjoys the material world, um, but but one does not make one's happiness dependent upon the material world. Ecclesiastes talk about this. Enjoy your life. Don't be attached to it, though. Only be attached to Christ and to God because it comes to nothing. The only, as, as I often say, can you take it with you beyond the pine box? If you can't take it with you beyond the pine box, meaning that's what you're buried in, then release it and course correct. Focus on Christ, what you're grateful for, and remembering that the one who calls you is faithful and he will provide everything needed for your success. Paul even mentions in 1 Corinthians 5, 9 through 10, hey, when he's talking about people in the world uh, versus followers of Christ, you'd have to leave the world if, um, if you're going to be in a position of standing for Christ's truths You'd have to leave the world based on what you're surrounded by and different choices of people. And he's not saying that. He's saying, no, I've learned the secret of becoming all things to all men to win some. So you, you're, you're, you're Christ's ambassadors. He's, and me, thanks be to God, by the grace of God. He's making his appeal through us for his glory. And, and how he does that is through, through love first. He leads with love. Love is what brought me, by the way, a sinner to the foot of the cross when I was 17. It was love. And and this morning, so I, I mentioned I was going to share a personal story. So here goes, moment of vulnerability. So my husband was feeling sick this morning and he recently got a puppy. And so I said, hey, you stay in bed. I'm going to get up early because I have a later start today. And I'll I'll take the dogs on a walk and, and do all that. So I did that. And then I came back after the walk, and I wanted to play my my Christian praise music in the house. And so we have this Sonos system set up, and there's one in the bedroom where he's sleeping. So I pull up the phone, not very electronically gifted, just saying, and I turn down the bedroom, the bedroom um, uh, speaker, thinking I turned the bedroom speaker down. So I start playing the praise music just on low so I can hear it in the kitchen, and it keeps getting turned down. Like, what's going on with the Sonos? So I keep turning it back up. And it keeps getting turned down. And I keep turning it back up. Finally, I get a phone call. And I answer the, the phone. And it's my husband, who's upstairs in bed. <laughs> and he's like, you woke me up with the music. And so he's sick. I'm like, oh, I thought I turned it off. And then, and then, uh, then he said, no, you didn't. It was, you know, going. So I hang up. And I hang up with a bad attitude. Like instantly, I'm like, I never listen to my Christian music. And this is the one morning I'm helping you out. And I want to listen to my praise music. Glory be to God. <laughs> so perhaps you can relate, right? It's like, here I am wanting to grow closer to Jesus. And I got a bad attitude. So instantly, like the Holy Spirit starts gently and calmly coming in on that stubbornness, which I definitely do have. And I just read in the scriptures that if you have anything against your brother or anything, you know, resolve matters quickly. And so I was attached to my own way. And this happens a lot in our marriage. 
anytime that we have a disagreement, it usually comes down to being attached to our own way. This is how I do life. And I want you to do life the way I'm doing life. And that's another form of attachment that I wanted to bring up this morning, because perhaps you can relate to that. Getting upset because you have the attachment that you want people to think the way that you think. And that's definitely something to, to toss on your attachment list. I can't feel enough in a relationship or I can't feel satisfied with a relationship unless you understand me, unless you see things from my perspective, all, all attachments. And so it's not just physical things. It's, it's uh, ways to do life that we, that we become attached to. So Dino gets his encouragement, my husband, in, in other ways. I get a lot of encouragement through praise and worship music, and I love cranking my praise and worship music. That doesn't do it for him. He does it in other other ways and, and more, more quietly. No shocker there, just saying. And this is an opportunity to course correct for me this morning. Wow, I was totally attached to just wanting to play my music. I don't care if he's sick. <laughs> There you go. There's a moment of vulnerability where it really goes inside on inside this castle of mine. And perhaps you can relate to that, right? It's like, I love you, Jesus. I just want to play my praise music the way I want to play it and when I want to play it. So that's an attachment. So there's a lot of sifting that the Holy Spirit desires to do in our lives around this area. And we'll truly be able to enjoy worldly things when we're unattached because attachment makes us tense, frustrated, nervous, insecure, and fearful. As we let go of our attachments to something, whatever it is, we begin to enjoy what it provides um, for the moment, right? We don't we don't get attached, so therefore we don't have the fear that we'll lose that which we're uh, that we're attached to. So that was a lot in a shorter period of time. However, the big ask for today's podcast is for all of us to take time to write down at least one to five attachments that you have in your life. And remembering that attachment is formed when you're contacted with something that gives you pleasure, whether it be, as I mentioned, a card, latest electronic device, words of praise, um, acknowledgement, approval, recognition, whatever it is. And then if you succeed at securing it, wow, you get the award, you get the achievement, and or the degree or whatever it is, then you start getting this sensation of fear and a false belief that you can't be happy without continuing to pursue this or hold on to this or um, whatever it is. You start to protect it or guard it. And, and, and bad attitudes come from that. Do you know who I am? Do you know how many degrees I have? Blah, blah, blah. Attachment. To your achievements. That's another thing too. Perhaps that's that's one that'll that'll snag you. God has definitely sifted me in that area as well. So I'm going to end with a couple scriptures here that that are the key. The scriptures are always the key. We talked about how atta what attachment is, how it holds us back from the freedom of Christ because it produces insecurity, fear, self-doubt, worry. And now we're going to end with the key to release and return to peace. Jesus is our key. The Holy Scriptures is the way to do that. We mentioned Hebrews chapter 13, 5 through 6. Keep your, free, your life free from the love of what is your attachment and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say, because he has said, we can say. 
He has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear if I don't get this. What can man do to me? What can the world do to me? Because my heart is safe with Christ. And so don't pull back from the world in terms of we live in the world, but not of the world, right? So we can have that security in Christ. If you become attached to something that attaches you more to the world than to God, meaning you're giving more devotion to something more than God, that's when you're going to be hijacked by insecurity because of the attachment. That's how it walks hand in hand. And so declare the scriptures, no, I refuse to be attached to this, and I, my contentment belongs with Christ alone. I'm going to keep my, my life free from this by God's grace. And so I'm going to read to you Galatians 5, 19 through 24, and we're getting toward the end here. So great job sticking with this topic. It's not a fun one, particularly when we're doing self-examination of, hey, what am I attached to here in life? And knowing that God wants to free us, that's the exciting part. So again, the key to our freedom lies in Christ through the Holy Word of God. So as I'm reading through Galatians 5, 19 through 24, this is my coaching question for you. What are you attached to that is producing these works of the flesh that I'm about to read? Because an attachment produces these things, whether it's an attachment to needing to be acknowledged, approved of, um, needing to know is another attachment, whether it is needing to be above other people, that's an attachment, needing to be picked, needing to be right, liked, understood. Those are all forms of an attachment. So think of what is the attachment that's producing some of these works of the flesh in my life? Now, the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you as I warned you before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And against, against such things there is no law. So our victory is in that self-awareness, Lord, show me where I am attached and the works of the flesh that that's producing in my life, and then bring me back into the fruits of the Spirit. Faithfulness. Give me the grace to have faith, to know you've got my back, that I don't have to cling to this thing or this positionality. I can release it and trust in you. So bring me back. Grant me the fruit of the Spirit of self-control to say no I will not touch, I will not taste. It's all destined to perish with use. Let's follow Jesus' lead, because in, in Matthew 4, 1 through 10, Jesus was led up to the wilderness, the Spirit, by the Spirit into the wilderness when he was tempted by the devil, because the devil's the one that whispers things in our ears, says, you need this in order to be enough. You have to have this 
to have a sense of value. You need to master this so that you can be in control of your life. And this is what he did when he tempted Jesus in Matthew chapter 4. If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread, passions. But he answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up to the holy city, and he said, hey, throw yourself down. He did this three times, and Jesus continually came back with scriptures. Now I only have one attachment to do the will of God. It's the only thing I'm attached to for the sake of salvation of souls. And whatever you do, my friends, do it with love. Even as you're show, allowing the grace of God to flow into your life to help you release your grip on your attachments, Lord, help us to remember how much you love us. And we lack nothing in your love so that we can do, live, move, have our being and do everything in love. Because it doesn't matter if I have an attachment to success and I've climbed the corporate ladder only to find that my ladder's up against the wrong building. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm a noisy gong and clanging cymbal. If I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and I have all faith, so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all that I have away, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, kind. It does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. Be strong and courageous. Deuteronomy 31.6, and we'll end with this one. Know this verse to release attachments. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, whatever your attachment is. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will never leave you. And he will never forsake you. Have you forsaken your first love? Revelations 2, 1 through 3. Come back. Come back to your first love, to Christ. He adores you. You lack nothing with him, and he does have plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Matthew 6, 33, and all these things will be added unto you as well. So attachment, that emotional state of clinging due to the belief without one thing or person, outcome, stance, response from people, you can't be happy, feel satisfied, feel that you're enough, um, getting your own way, whatever it is. We've covered a lot today. This is a podcast for sure that that requires your attention. So perhaps you can rewind and re-listen and ask the Holy Spirit, what is for you so that you can be free and run and not grow weary, walk and not faint, my friend. The scriptures will be listed at edgegodin.com. Again, the title for today's podcast is How to Be Free from the Idol of Attachment. And you've learned what an attachment is, how it holds us back into insecurity, and from the freedom of Christ and the key to release and return to peace, 
Jesus and the Word of God. Give him heaven out there, my friends. God bless you. And and as mentioned, this will be at edgegodin.com, and you'll be able to see the scriptures as well as download the one sheet to capture your learnings if you're doing a small group on this study. I look forward to seeing you or actually connecting with you on our next podcast. We'll continue with the third idol that Jesus desires to drive out of our lives so that he can set us free. Blessings to you today. Enjoy your gift of life.